Welcome to the Jill on Money Coronavirus Market Update. We are recording Sunday afternoon, 1.45 p.m. Mark's sauce is probably on the stovetop as we speak. Is that right, Mark? Is, is your sauce cooking? Oh, the little woman is cooking. What's on the menu? Wow, a spring lamb stew. Well, I'm making Mark's um, pork ragu tonight. And I had to go back out to the grocery store because I realized I had the wrong kind of noodle. So I wanted to get a rigatoni, a bigger noodle. So I've done that. And um, I'm basically not going to leave my house now probably for five days. And I'm here for you guys. And Mark is as well. And this is the program that is trying to take the, the anxiety and fear out of this virus, at least as it pertains to your money. And if you've got a financial question, we'd love to help you out. Our email address is askjill at jillonmoney.com, askjill at jillonmoney.com. The only root news right now on this Sunday afternoon is that it, it appears that Treasury Secretary Mnuchin and the Democrats are close to redeploying more money into the small business funding uh, mechanism, that PPP, the Payroll Protection Program. Um, that money ran out last week. Remember, there was $349 billion that um, was put in there. Within 12 days, it was gone. And um, hopefully, if you're waiting for some money, that this bill, uh, once it gets passed, will give you some relief. If you are a small business owner, we'd love to hear from you and just tell us what's going on. I'm very interested in this angle of the story We've heard from many of you. We want to hear from more. Again, it's askjill at jillonmoney.com. So uh, let's do some questions. It's your Monday morning and it's my Sunday afternoon. Let's get to it. Hans writes that he's a podcast listener for several years and he appreciates what Mark and I are doing to help us through the tough times. So here's the background. Hans is married. He's 54. He works full-time for a logistics company. He's also a member of the Air National Guard. He's got four years remaining before he can retire. He's drawing a small pension from a longtime previous employer. Wife works part-time out of the house. Yearly pre-tax income is about $170,000, which is great. Okay, he says, my job is safe, though I wouldn't be surprised to take a 5 to 10% pay cut in the future. He maxes out a traditional 401k. He makes the catch-up contributions, which is great, because once you're over 50, you can put more money into your retirement plan. Remember, contribution limit this year is $19,500. You can put an additional $6,500 into the plan, which gives you $26,000, so you can do that. And he also gets a little match, 3.5%. He's got monthly living expenses, about $3,500 a month, 10 months of cash reserves. My plan was to work full-time until age 67. Sounds good to me. While I understand that I have to keep a long-term perspective and don't usually get spooked <laughs> by these events, my question is, in light that this may be a long-term event, months to years, should I continue to make all of my current retirement contributions or be reducing some to save more cash? I would never cash out of my funds that I'm in. Rather, I'm having doubts about continuing to contribute as much as I am towards retirement. Your thoughts would be greatly appreciated. Uh, I don't think you should change anything. I really don't. I mean, it sounds to me like you're in good shape. I wouldn't be surprised if as we look ahead, you know, you're 54, you're looking at 10, 12 years, 13 years in the future. 
I wouldn't do a thing. I would keep doing what I was doing. I, I really, it sounds to me like you're in a very good place. You sound fortunate. And unless I'm missing something, I would keep on keeping on. Okay. Julie writes that she and her husband are employed. They've always planned to slowly convert their traditional IRAs to Roths only after we retire because our income would be reduced. We currently make about $200,000 combined. We will receive pensions, but under the social security age when we are 55 and 62. But I keep hearing you and others saying we should convert now due to the market value and the drops. How do we make the most cost-effective decision? And thank you so much for writing this, Julie. She says, I realize this is a first world problem, but would still appreciate your expert guidance. We will retire in about five years. Let me know if you would like more information to help inform your answer. I love your podcast. Julie, you know what? The way that I look at this is all about tax brackets, okay? So if you look at where you guys are, let's say you make $200,000 right now. And you're married filing jointly. So most of your income is taxed at the 22% bracket. Some of it is at the 24% bracket. Marrying filing jointly, you go up to 24% for income you earn over $170,000. However, the thing about that particular bracket, that 24% bracket, is it goes all the way up to $326,000. So what I would say is this. If you have money outside of your retirement accounts and you can pay the tax that would be due, I sure would be happy if you could convert a lot of this money at 24%. I can't imagine your tax bracket's going to go down very dramatically from there when you retire because I think all tax brackets are going higher. So I think you should consider this unless, again, this is really important, unless you don't have enough cash to pay the tax that's due. Okay. All right. Now let's see, who do we have here? It's a funny name, Mark. I can't read it here, but let's call it M. How about that? I'm retired from a large company. My wife and I have social security, two small retirement accounts from former jobs and annuity. We're comfortable without the 401k, but of course I'd like it to grow. Before the current slump, it was a little over a million dollars. Now it's about 800,000. Two questions. I have about $150,000 in cash equivalents in the account. Should I be looking to put some of that into securities while the market is low? Two, is there any reason to switch to a Roth account while the cash value is diminished since I am taxed on less. Thanks. Is the 150,000 in cash that's in the account part of your allocation into sort of safer stuff? Is there some reason there is that cash there for some other reason? I, I mean, I just wanna make sure we're not burning up cash you need. If you could rebalance your account in the way that you had initially set up the allocation, then now would be a really good time to do that. So that's what I would suggest to you. And again, for everyone listening, if you can do a Roth conversion, now is a very good time. Oh, here's a rebalancing question. So let's let's see if we can deal with a couple of your questions at once. Anthony writes, thanks for doing the daily podcast. I enjoy hearing your thoughts on what's going on with the markets and the economy. Love hearing your answers. Okay. So Anthony's 50 years old, single, no kids. Going into 2020, here's how his 401k was split. 40% total U.S. market, 20% international stock market, 40% bond market. 
By having this mix, my 401k has not gone down by as much as the overall stock market. My current allocation is off by around five percentage points, favoring the total U.S. bond market. It was even greater a couple of weeks ago, but with the stock market recovering, the difference isn't as great. My question, should I leave my allocation as is, or should I rebalance now to take advantage of the lower stock prices? I normally rebalance once a year, but not at any particular time. The last time I rebalanced was Q2 of 2019. Hmm. I think that you should be a little bit more thoughtful about the rebalancing. It sounds to me you're rebalancing whenever the heck it is time to rebalance. So let's do this. It is now Q2 2020. Now would be a good time on an annual basis to actually do it. So maybe what you should do going forward is every single April after tax time, you rebalance. That's when you do it. Maybe that's the time to do it. If you just rebalanced a year ago and you haven't done it since, yeah, go ahead and rebalance right now. That's what I would do. There's two ways to think about rebalancing. One is to do an ongoing rebalancing based on percentage, how far you are from your goal. And the other way is to just do it based on time. I am really boring and I try to keep it simple. So I just do time. And if that means you pick once a year, twice a year, four times a year, whenever it is, you have this set, okay? And you set it and forget it. And that's how you rebalance. Or again, if you have something where it's, you know, if it moves by more than 5%, then you rebalance. But it's got to be one way or the other. And you really have to pick which method you want and then just implement it. Okay. Rose writes, she's just discovered the podcast and she's, get this, all caps, loving it. Thanks, Rose. I'm thinking of converting my traditional IRAs to a Roth to take advantage of this recent dip. I have several traditional IRAs at different firms. If I convert all of them in 2020, do I have to worry about the pro rata rule? I'm not sure how this works. In addition, I've got an old 401k with pre-tax dollars in there that's about 300 grand. I don't want to convert all of this at once. What's the best way to move it over to a Roth? Okay, so let me do the second part of this question first. If you have an old 401k, do you have a current 401k also? Because ideally what I would do is I'd move the old 401k into the current 401k and then all of the pre-tax 401k dollars would be together. Let's just leave that aside. So that's ideally what you do. Otherwise, you can keep it where it is. In terms of the conversion, I don't know why you have several traditional IRAs at different firms. I think that if you can afford to convert them all in this year, then you're fine and you can just go ahead. But if you are going to convert them all, can you consolidate at one firm? Just go to one firm because otherwise it's going to be much harder to track and it's going to be much harder to manage. So I think that the first step that I would take is I probably would pick where I want these funds to ultimately end up. I would essentially move all of the money into one IRA and then convert the whole thing into a Roth. Hopefully you've got that money outside of your retirement account because otherwise it's not going to work. Make sure that you don't pop yourself into too high of a tax bracket by doing that. Okay. Does that make sense? I hope it does. And here's our last question for your Monday morning, my Sunday afternoon. Rose from North Carolina wanted to join the others in saying, thanks so much, Jill and Mark. I am relying on your daily podcast to stay calm about money and just hearing your common sense approach and familiar voice is very therapeutic. Please keep them up. 
Thank you so much. Um, we are really, we're digging this. This is therapeutic for us as well. And I think it makes both me and Mark feel like we're doing something that's proactive and helpful. So if you've got a financial question, here's what I'd like you to do. Send us an email, askjill at jillonmoney.com, askjill at jillonmoney.com. Go onto the website. It's called conveniently Jill on Money. <laughs> See how easy that is? There you can watch television segments. You can read the stuff that I've been writing. You can listen to old broadcasts. You can um, check out my book. And maybe most importantly, you can check out our resource section. We're probably going to have to keep updating these things because it feels like every day there's new resources and new things coming out. If you need help, just give us a holler. We really are here for you. It's the beginning of a work week. So let's remember to practice our social distancing, wear our masks. I'm not sure if you're supposed to wear gloves or not anymore, but if you should wear gloves, wear your gloves. And really, let's be smart because here we are. It's, uh, you know, the, the middle of April. I, this is going to go on for at least a couple more months. If you're lucky enough to have a job, don't complain about the little things. You can complain about the big things. You're allowed. And if you're worried about your money, just reach out to us. Let us take that on for you. And otherwise, be nice to you and to your family and take a walk and do things that remind yourself that it, this will pass. It will pass. It's just really crappy going through it. And we're there going through the crap with you. So thank you so much for listening. And we will talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.